Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, this is Stephanie Megan. Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Because therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke, 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 Welcome. This is the wine. I'm about to put it in my mouth and then I'm going to spit it on you. <gasps> there you go. <laughs> I officially just. <laughs> it actually was like just doing that and then me hearing myself back. I was like, this is kind of like cool. I got it all over the table. <laughs> I spilled Jesus. water everywhere. Oh my god! <laughs> gotta lower your levels. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Let's get right into it because we've been hey, hanging baby. out for like two, like two hours. Two hours. We did a Whole Foods run. We did, and we got we... to see my apartment. Okay. The moment I didn't even like step into your apartment yet, but the moment I just like saw it, smelt it, and got the, I felt the energy. I the was essence. like, "This is Danny. Like this is Danny." <laughs> in a building you know yeah. what i mean like it's just everything is like it smells like i burned palo santo yeah. before you got it, here <laughs> it's like it's like it's what you expect to walk into like your house like nothing surprised me yeah. i was like of course you're gonna have a crystal ball yeah right like, <laughs> like well when my clients come here i've got like a couch the first thing you see is like all of the cat cushions oh like, you know, yeah so, like if people are coming for the trauma healing or therapy kind of sessions like yeah. they there's comfort but yes. then there's like art everywhere and mushroom painting. And yeah. And like Palo Santo and yes. like Sage. Like it's, I love it. It's very comforting. Like I felt very like, oh, I could take a nap here. You she know, could do broke girl therapy here. <laughs> I could do broke girl therapy here. <laughs> Taking a nap. That's a good compliment. Actually, it is because you can't quiet. just take a nap anywhere and Amen. feel fully satisfied. <laughs> like I could take a really good nap. Sorry. Sleep is like my priority <laughs> in life. Like I can nap here. Yeah, girl, I can nap here. Yeah. I can lay ahead and and shut an eye. <laughs> For real, and it does take a level of just like vulnerability and comfort yeah. Yeah, to yeah, just yeah. be able to like do that. To, so. to nap. 
to nap. Big nap energy. Let's get into the introduction, and then I just, we need to talk about ayahuasca. Yeah, baby. We are yes. going to dive in. I'm training. Okay, let's do it. Hi, guys. Hey, it's baby. me. You motherfucking know it. Stephanie Megan, the host of Brooklyn Therapy. And we have your favorite, your astrologer, Danny motherfucking Santos, a.k.a. Astro Daddy. That's right, baby. Hi. Like, have you trademarked that yet? Um, Actually, it's it's going to be the name of my podcast, The yes. Astro Daddy. So yes. Officially, I just claimed Astro, the uh, Astro Daddy podcast on Instagram. Yay. So Wait. nobody can steal it. Did you follow me yet? Uh, I mean, there's no nothing, nothing on no. it. Okay, it's just okay. I took the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. So what is that coming out? Like, what are, what are your plans with that? So the podcast... I'm, I'm hoping to have a launch maybe in Scorpio season, so October, November. I love that. Um, but I need to film like 10 episodes up front, so maybe in January. Hey guys, editing stuff here to let you know that Astro Daddy podcast is actually out. When we recorded this episode, it was back in late September, so... He didn't have the official release date yet, but if you want to listen to Astro Daddy podcast, you could find it wherever you listen to your podcast. Okay, so now back to the show. Yeah, you should do just like how I do it, like two per person. Or no, no, that's but, smart. Or you want like a different guest every episode? I think I want a different okay, guest, then. but it might because the premise of the podcast is going to be like reading people's birth charts, their astrological birth chart to them, and then having them tell their life story. <gasps> so I want to come on. Yeah, know, girl, I want to ready. have you on. <laughs> no, I, we already did mine. I, that's yeah, not people fun. have an idea. Of yeah, it, but we, you can still come on and we can talk about anything. Yeah, you know? maybe we could like you could do my boyfriends and <gasps> I could the be compatibility. There. Yes, the sexual, romantic, and long-term compatibility. Yes, like you guys, you, you could be like maybe couples therapy because we're like thinking well, of signing up for couples is. therapy. So maybe we'll do that. Yeah, girl. We'll plan, maybe next month because he'll be coming into town too. I would love that. So astrology will tell you whether or not people are sexually compatible, romantically compatible. Are you meant to have an open relationship? Are you meant to have a relationship where it's strictly monogamous? Like mm -hmm. it'll tell you what's going to work for you guys. I think that like for me, like sex is great, but sometimes like I think maybe we're hitting a point because we've been together for two years yeah. where it's like we we're getting in more routine of things. Yeah. So like, I think it's mostly my fault. I feel like he's like, <laughs> he's a cancer. He's like, let's do it all he, day, every day. He could do it all day, every day. <laughs> like um, it just, and it's great. I wish I had that. And I just never, I've always been a sexual person, but I don't think I had that sexual drive. Yeah. That's as intense as like him. I feel you girl. I'm a Pisces with a Pisces moon, Pisces, Mercury, Mars and cancer. It's a lot of water. Mm -hmm. I could go five times a day. Like no joke. And also you're a man. So I guess so. That, that yeah. plays a part too. I guess I so. Like, but like my drive. Right. But there's actually a lot of men out there who don't have that kind of drive as well, well too. And so. I think maybe because I'm Latino too. So it's like. <laughs> You know, the Latin men. You're right. <laughs> Maybe you're right. We've got the the fuego. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're right. I know. From, and you said my, I'm like, my Mars is in Gemini. Gemini. So it's on or off. Yeah. And like, I think sometimes I could get so in the routine of things that I would just like, get it, get my nut. And he takes a while. Yeah. Well, because water signs want to draw it out for as long as oh possible. Oh my God, he could. And for me, for me, I used to think I was like that when I was single uh -huh. because I didn't have that much consistent Well, and then someone comes in and they're like, my needs. And then you're like, oh yeah. no, it's not about me anymore. Right. And it's also like, but I also don't want to like do something that like, I don't want to do obviously because it has to be consensual, but like, Duh. but I don't want to like just 
be the type of girlfriend that's like, I'm just doing this just to like please him. And I don't really want it. Like yeah. if I, I only do it when I like actually want it to. Yeah. Um, and I'll like, let him know, like, I'm just like, I have so much on my mind right now. Like I'm thinking about A, B and C. Like I can't even think about having well, sex. We talked about, have you tried putting the music on? Yes. Did it work? It, I mean, we did it the other night and it did work <gasps> and it was fine. Did you try the like, backwards alphabet? Like, here's the thing. Like I'm having sex. <laughs> I need, I need to try that. Because you need to do the backwards alphabet. That might, that might help. But um, here's the thing. I like, we have sex like once a week, the longest we go without sex. Well, not mean, maybe a little bit more, but sometimes the longest we'll not have sex will be like a week and a half or something. I would go crazy. He, yeah. It would drive me nuts. Yeah. But that's maybe, is that a man woman thing? Do we see the other side being true? No, I feel like the twins are able to. That's true. That's true. There's a lot. Of, and my, I have friends who are like, no, I need it like several times a week. And I'm just like, but Twice also. a day, baby. But like. also like, I feel like I'm on like medication. So I just, you know what they say about like. It messes with the drive. Yeah. And, you know, so yeah. that's understandable. Yeah. Because it, exactly. it definitely interferes with the sexuality of a person. Right. Because. A lot of our sexual energy is very spiritual, very creative, mm -hmm. and medication like that is specifically to help you get in touch with, like, the empirical, logical, stabilized. And that's exactly, like, where I am, where yeah. it's, like, I have things to do. And, like, <laughs> I mean, I've told you, like, in therapy, I'm, like, yeah. off air, we talked about this, so, like, I'm learning to not be so much of a workaholic. I feel you. You know? So, it's, like, because it's transpiring into a lot of things in, in life, because I just, anyways, we're not talking about that. Girl, we could talk about it. Okay. It's broke girl therapy. I know. I'm just so like rambling. When you're here, I don't know. I just love talking to you about everything. Thank you. Well, they say so. uh, I'm a Capricorn rising with Pisces energy. So I've, I've been told those placements can be very disarming. Mm. So like it helps for my trauma healing business because when people come in and I just sit and stare at them with these doe eyes and I'm like, oh. tell me all of your trauma like you're such a good listener thank you i love it thank you like you I, are a therapist well not legally but spiritually yeah a <laughs> yeah. spiritual therapist a spiritual well ayahuasca shaman in training that's where we that's we're leading into that Boom. <laughs> so i just want to know everything about it because one you're training to yes. be an ayahuasca shaman yes First off, what the hell is an ayahuasca shaman? <laughs> and what is ayahuasca? I feel like it's not, it's it's getting more talked about and I yeah. have an idea of it, but I feel like there's still so many people who are not fully aware of the powers of what ayahuasca could do. Hell yeah, girl. Good question. Yeah. So ayahuasca, uh, the translation of that name comes from, I believe it's the Shipibo language, uh -huh. um, which is the tribe I'm training through. It's called the Shipibo tribe. But <clears throat> ayahuasca itself translates to the vine of death. So oh. because, you know, ayahuasca is a plant. Basically, it's a leaf and a root that are found thousands of miles apart from each other in the Amazon rainforest. And you boil them together and it creates a psychoactive drink. Whoa. So it's a drink. It's it's like a tea is what some people call it. Um, but when you boil the leaf, there's DMT in it. And it's only soluble to the human gut when cooked with this one root. So some motherfucker along the way. Yeah. What <laughs> like indigenous. Who thought of this? Like priest. I don't even know. Sorry. I don't right? Know priest, <laughs> not shaman, priest, medicine man, curandero, ayahuasca, right. whatever you want to call it. Wh whatever human person <laughs> came up genderless, we don't even know, we don't came even up know. with this idea and like was like, this is lit. Yeah. And they're like, ooh, tripping balls. <laughs> yeah. Like what? <laughs> okay. So you drink it and then kind of walk me through the experience because it's something that like I've 
always wanted to try, but I've always been kind of fearful of like psychedelics. Well, first of all, anyone who goes to ayahuasca. I'll do hella coke. Like I'm comfortable (laughs) with that, but like I won't. (laughs) So you can't do that beforehand. (laughs) Okay. If you're going to go do ayahuasca, you have to do like a month detox beforehand just kidding i haven't done coke since 2019 i feel I you need, girl I need to okay. stop acting yeah. like i'm out coca-cola here. i'm out here doing drugs <laughs> i know <laughs> diet coke whatever right. that stuff inside of it is called yeah aspartame that I shit's pretty know. bad for you yeah all of it <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um when you go to do ayahuasca you have to prepare because if you don't one it can really hurt your brain like, it can cause bad mental effects if you don't properly prepare. But two, if you don't do the ayahuasca prep properly, uh, you might not have an experience at all. So those are kind of the extremes. So first of all, you have to do a special diet. Mm. So you can't have fats, sugars. Excuse me. Uh, you need to eat, like, a lot of fruits and vegetables. Wow. And, like, organic chicken. Because or- you're... Oh, my gosh. And whitefish, like... You have to eat a really clean diet if you're going to go do. So you have to like hunt for your food. (laughs) Yeah, it's a paleo diet. Right, right. You can't go to the grocery store. (laughs) Well, you know, like you can buy. I know. I just don't trust what. Yeah, the organic labels. We know what you're up to. Like, is it? You know, we want it straight from the sea. (laughs) (laughs) Grow your own food. Grow your own food. Sorry, Um, continue. That's okay. So, so you have to eat like a really clean diet, and if you're on any kind of like SSRIs, antidepressants, there's a whole list of medications Mm. that you have to go off of for an entire month before you go. Okay. Because otherwise, uh, I think Adderall might be on the list. And okay. if you got I mean, ADHD, I, I, take, I take breaks. Okay. But how long of a break should I like? Four weeks. That's a long time. I know, girl. But I could do it. How are you going to do broke girl therapy without <laughs> that kind of little? Oh. I just have to have a few days to sleep because the withdrawals are oh, not they're like they're so bad. They're so bad. They're I mean, <laughs> <laughs> they're really bad. Like, I was on Adderall for a while too. Yeah, we like we should talk about this. What was your experience with the withdrawals? Because I just sleep. I just sleep a lot. Yeah, I took the extended release. Oh, so I'm was, not on that. I, I try was on not the to. Fucking hard shit, girl. I so. just keep me at 10 milligrams. Like, oh, I was on 30. Yeah, no, I've taken 30 milligrams in Mexico from oh, the pharmacy. Shit. I went. I sweat. No, they ripped me off. Oh I, I went up to like one of those like pharmacies because oh. you could buy it like yeah. at a pharmacy. And I was like, Adderall, you know. And so they gave it to me because it was also my friend's like bachelorette. So I was like, let's surprise her with drugs. I don't. I didn't trust drugs from like those yeah. random people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, if I get it from a pharmacy. It's something, you know? Yeah. And so <laughs> it's just Adderall. It's well, it's legal in Mexico to just buy it out the pharmacy. Exactly. Yeah. So I went up there and I just got it over the counter. And um, she said it at pesos and I just like didn't think about it. I just thought like, oh, it's going to be like cheaper than America. Mm-hmm. Girl, she was wrong. <laughs> I, I paid for it and it was 30 milligrams. I only had like 10 tablets, like not a lot. Right. And because here they give you like fucking 60, (laughs) you know, like they fill that shit up. It's like two months advance. Right. Like it's very affordable, but I was like, oh, it's cheaper here, whatever. 10 pills. It's like nothing. I didn't even think about it. And I did the math and it was like $250. Whoa. For 10 pills. Yes. Okay. So that's $25 a pill. Yeah. Which I feel like compared to what it is, like I I don't even pay anything. Like my insurance pays like my insurance free. covered it too. Right. So I'm just like, I'm used to getting this shit for free or $5 off oh of like my, my friend or something, you know, but like, holy shit. I know. And I was like, oh shit. So I just spent $250. And you're still taking Adderall now? Yes. But do you feel like it's helping you? Yeah. Okay. And I try to use it on days when I actually need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, if I know I'm not doing much that day or I plan to like relax, like I don't take it. I feel you. Um, and there's been like, I've, there was a time, I think it was like two to three weeks where I wasn't taking it. And like, I just, the first part was just really tough. Cause I was just really exhausted. Well, the withdrawal is so intense. Yeah. And like when I was on Adderall, I was taking the extended release and I would take it. I can't go on that. For months at yeah, a time. Yeah, that's fucking intense. It's really intense shit. And I became very numb. I felt like oh shit. I didn't care whether or not I was alive or if I was <gasps> going to die. Or like, you know, I'm a very emotionally expressive person. Wow. Well, because a 30 milligram extended release, that's like, that's like the, that's a lot. Yeah. And then if I had an exam. And how many were you taking a day? Well, I, only, I took one of those a day. But if I had okay. an exam or a, a big paper, I would take two in one day. No. Because, so I was taking 60 milligrams no. at one point. Oh, my God. A day. I took a... So when I, when I bought it in Mexico, I couldn't even take the whole pill. I could only take a quarter because it was way too strong. I don't want it to feel like I am high. Yeah, yeah. I just want to feel... I just want to get through school, girl. Right. Like, that's all I wanted. I wanted a magic pill to help me focus. Right. ADHD is not easy to live with all the it's, time. It's really hard. But I felt like... I But there was, like, a balance. I feel like I try to be really good at like yeah monitoring it you know and not like they've going off the deep end and they've always offered like do you want it to be stronger do you want it the extended release i'm like just trying to keep it the smallest and just like use it when i need it you know because at the end of the day it's there when it's supposed to help you but of course it's easy to become addicted to something like that so i mean yeah so i just i try my best so people either become like zombies like i was and like i literally just felt like there's no reason so when you got off of it you were like depressed i felt like there was no reason to be alive like (sighs) it literally sucked like my life force chi energy out of me and they say adderall is only one molecule one molecular substance away from meth have you ever heard that before? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like taking this every day, like Yeah, you know, should I stop? I don't know, girl. I'm not I'm not your doctor, so don't yeah. ask me. But I know. feel like it's helped me because I've only started around this like this year, really. Yeah. Well, um, and also like you're taking a good dose and you're being monitored and like Yeah. And know. I'll take like breaks. Yeah. Like yeah. I taken weeks off but i've done that too like i took it but extended release i guess yeah. i but i also had a prescription before that where i was just on the regular kind mm. and that helped me but then also i felt like really anxious all the time and like my sex drive went through the roof but i couldn't get an erection <gasps> oh that i've heard that it was so weird i, I hear, hear that about the, like uppers uppers i was do horny that. all the time i like yeah. just wanted to fuck but i but couldn't, couldn't get it up I guess I could, you know, if you, you went down. To I don't town even get bit. horny. Like I've Re- been so. That's so common though. So common. It shuts off the the sacral chakra, your sexual energy. I know, I should probably stop. I feel like well, it's affecting. Her. Maybe you need to do ayahuasca. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Y'all know Claritin is literally the most on-brand sponsorship that I could get. There's been so many times that people have commented on an episode and been like, girl, blow your nose a little bit. Like, you sound real stuffy. Are you good? And all I needed was a Claritin to help treat my allergies. Especially right now when it's springtime, the flowers are blooming, pollen is in the air. Best believe I have my Claritin in my pocket. And I love her. I love my Claritin D because she helps me survive through this allergy season. And honestly just helps me survive in general because y'all know I just have allergies all the time. (laughs) 
So if you guys are suffering with allergies, I would honestly suggest coming from the allergy queen myself to go and get yourself some Claritin D. Don't make yourself suffer, especially during allergy season. So go get yours, boo. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. As for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter, you don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. I know. Let's get into that. So, <laughs> enough federal. <laughs> maybe so, I need to stop. Maybe this is like my well, moment. You know, maybe if let's talk because eventually the goal is for me to be able to serve ayahuasca to other people. Okay. So I'm going to be properly trained on how to help people do that, and like talking to your doctor, and then like yeah. coming up with a plan to then help you do ayahuasca. Uh, so if you're like trained, you could you could like coordinate with the doctor that's the thing is my goal is to have like my own center for healing where i work with physicians therapists etc to have outpatient like when you work with me you talk to somebody to help you healthily like come off of the medication mm. you know so maybe they come up with a plan with you four months beforehand yeah it's like we're going to take you down at this rate monitor your progress the whole time because i'm not a doctor so right. I'm not out here trying to tell anybody to do anything with their medical system. Right. You know, the the long-term goal is to have professionals in place who know what they're doing so that you can come have an experience where I know how to guide you so I know what I'm doing. Right. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah. So, okay. Because I feel like, I don't know, I'm sure there's so many people who just take ayahuasca just to take it and, like, don't even know. And, like, it's I'm sure that could be dangerous. Yeah, it's not a recreational drug. Yeah. It's a medicine. You have to follow a lineage and a tribe. And, like, wow. you know, it's it's a very sacred thing. You yeah, know? it's like, can you, like, call your local drug dealer and Hell just no, get a girl. fucking ayahuasca? I'm sure, th- I'm sure somebody out there is doing it. Has, like, a mixture of that with, like, meth or oh something. Oh, my God. God. Seriously. People are fucked up. People are yeah. fucked up. Yeah, like, I know that there's like a lot of people out there, especially in like the desert and stuff, who are claiming to be like ayahuasqueros. That's just a fancy word for the shaman who's yeah. serving it, uh, or the curandero. They're they're claiming to like have all of this training and they've sat with ayahuasca themselves and all of this stuff, but really like they have no training. Yeah, they haven't even healed their own trauma fully. And this is where like cults and people in power like come in, mm. you know, because you and can coerce someone. Right, you could. Like, oh my God, that's so scary. It's traumatized. That's where you hear like that. You've also, been, shit. you've also been in a cult. So I feel like you <laughs> understand. <laughs> I, I have. I've, been in, I was in a cult. Yeah. You, we, which we'll go through in part two because you've been through a lot. But right now. <laughs> Did we talk about the cult on the podcast before? You briefly touched into it. And I was just like, I needed more. Like <laughs> We'll go into we it. We need a Netflix series. Like 
an episode of conversation was not enough. Like, Good I needed Lord. to understand. I have a friend that like heard that episode and was like, "Oh, actually, I've like heard of that like yeah. kind of cult that you're in." It's a fucking real. That's crazy. I mean, I never mind. I'm not getting into it because I'll get canceled. Okay. No but I think actually I did say it last time, but I took it out because I was like stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Buttholes. Buttholes. <laughs> um, okay. So you're training. So yeah. So that's what I was saying. Walk us through what it's like to be on ayahuasca. Okay. Like what is to be expected? All right. So you did the diet. You did all the preparation. Yeah. You're finally there. I'm there. Okay. You're in a room with maybe... You have to prep for like a month. Yeah, yeah. You need to. Holy shit! It's like you're going to heal. Yeah. Because if you don't get, you have to be intentional. Yes, that's another thing. You have to come with an intention. So a big part of what I want to do in my business is work with people, read their astrology chart, help Mm. them recognize their trauma, bring it all out, etc. So that when they come to sit with me in ayahuasca, they can then like have a cathartic experience you shit you vomit you have emotional purging yeah all of this (gasps) happens you shit and vomit when you're like on it yeah yeah i mean the shitting usually happens the next morning afterwards so it comes out the other end i'm knowing me i'm shit as soon as i like (laughs) swallow it in a diaper (laughs) yeah i was like (laughs) we might honestly because she's really sensitive down there that's okay girl it's okay to be sensitive like i'm i wouldn't be embarrassed i just want to be prepared yeah 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 Buttholes. Buttholes. <laughs> okay, continue. Um, so as we as we have you kind of prep, everyone um, comes with an intention, and it's got to be like fully integrated beforehand. So when you sit, the shaman will you know welcome you. There's a little chatting beforehand. People might get a little bit familiar with each other. Ideally, you're doing this on a property where there's a lot of plants and trees and good. I love that. You know, you want to yeah. be in nature. Yeah, I yeah I, I did shrooms. And I wasn't in nature, and like Ooh, I wish I was. Oh, girl! I mean, I was at Coachella. I mean, is that? Oh nature? my god! <laughs> was that traumatizing? That's a lot of energy going around. Thankfully, it was like towards the end of the night, and I was just like, I just want to lay in the tent, and that's yeah, all I did. Yeah. I was just sleepy. Well, think here's what people don't understand: is psychedelics are medicine. It's yeah. like a very sacred thing. I mean, sometimes the best medicine you can have is like laughing on your couch at funny videos yeah. with like a friend, but that's Aww. intentional too. Uh, but if you're having a bad trip, like. People need to know how to handle that kind of situation. I was going to say, because that's like my biggest fear is to have a bad trip. Like I remember always hearing like just, you know, bad stories and people would take psychedelics and like freak out. And like for me, like I have a family history. I mean, I'm not diagnosed with this, but I have a family history of like um, schizophrenia and like bipolar and stuff. And that's stuff that would be very important to talk to a doctor about beforehand. Mm. So you like if you have that in your family history, it's possible that if you do too many drugs or you don't prepare properly or right. whatever. That's like, why I don't even really like to smoke weed. There you go. Because I feel like very paranoid yeah. sometimes and it's like really uncomfortable. Like I get more anxious. Well, and sometimes it's better to not do the psychedelic. Yeah. Like sometimes it's better to just do therapy and like eat healthy and get enough sleep. Ugh, so I shouldn't do it. Well, it depends. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. why, again, I'm not a physician. So the ultimate yeah. goal is to be working with psychiatrists, psychologists, doctors, so that people can make an educated and informed decision for their health yeah. beforehand that's true you feel me yeah because it's like yeah like i had i don't i've never had like an episode of like psychosis yeah you know but i've like seen people very close to me you know like i'm going to cut this out okay is um and i've seen him have so many like psychosis yeah, episodes so yeah. it's like very like scary because it's like he's not even on drugs this is just yeah. like his fucking mind you know i feel you and so to to see that and so to think that like 
that could have been me. So there is this kind of like sometimes fear. Well, fear that one day I'll have a kid who will go through that. And that's oh, like really yeah. scary. But another story for another time. For sure. But like, but to if I do, that's why I haven't like really dabbed into it. Like I only take a little bit of shrooms, but, but it's, that's, it's like taking it out of all. I feel you, girl. Like, <laughs> but like ayahuasca and stuff like that, I feel like. Well, if you've done shrooms. Okay. Shrooms and ayahuasca are incredibly similar. Okay. If you haven't had a negative reaction to, to shrooms, yeah. you know? So. Like, I honestly, like, I mean, I only took small dosage mm-hmm. because I was, again, trying to be, like, careful. Responsible. But I felt fine. Like, I honestly felt better than, like, a lot of times that I've smoked, like, hella bowls of, like, weed and, yeah, like, well, bong rips and shit. There are <laughs> stories of people out there who smoke weed and then they have full-on, like, mental breaks, psych- psychotic breaks, or it activates schizophrenia in them. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, like... I, that's that's what I heard too was like because you know my um, family member uh, schizophrenic and everything like that like because seeing them go through it and like he, sp- th- he smoked a lot of weed yeah and so when he did that's when like it would activate something in his mind yeah, you yeah, know yeah. so it was it's everyone is just so different, different. yeah and well, I hate when people are like maybe just try a different strand maybe you need this you need that I'm like I've tried it all bitch well what is it that I've people always say all. What are the different <laughs> strands of weed called? They're like, oh, you need to smoke the stevia or whatever the fuck. Yeah, it's I'm just like, it's just, it's just capitalism at this point, <laughs> yeah, and you're just right? trying to upsell me, bud tender. <laughs> like my mind just doesn't work like that, and uh-huh. I don't like how I feel. So I feel you. you know, I, I rather rather be up. Well, and I just want to emphasize anything from weed to mushrooms to ayahuasca to anything that comes from the earth. These things are like sacred medicines. Yeah, and weed has just kind of become like the new thing that's it's legal everyone has access to it but again like everything in the right dose you wouldn't drink ayahuasca every single day especially not under the supervision of like a shaman or a guide yeah it's like smoking weed every day might slow you down right you know? right Maybe there's always a balance yeah yeah for with everything i feel you so much on yeah that. you know we want to find the shades of gray right so when you go to the the center and you're prepping and you know, the shaman's there and you're sitting and it, the way that it works is usually there's a room where you've got maybe 15 to 20 people who are preparing to to drink ayahuasca. Yeah. So the shaman will give a little spiel at the beginning and everyone says their intention and they kind of, you know, speak to the, the spirit they call ayahuasca, the grandmother spirit. Oh, wow. So she's a loving mother, yeah. but she can also... Right. And your ass to Let you. Let you fucking know. Yeah, baby. So, and that's a big thing. Ayahuasca will pull out the truth. <gasps> so if there's a truth that you're denying or something you don't want to look at. I'm like, I feel like, I'm sure there's stuff that I don't want to look at, but I don't think there's like, I feel like I've like faced a lot of my shit. Yeah. Well, and sometimes but, what it'll do is reactivate your past. But you know what? There's, there's a good amount of things in my life that are blacked out. Not because I was like drunk. Yeah, yeah. But, but because, because we do that with our trauma. So there'll be like certain memories that would come up about a certain time of my life. And I'm like, I, you're saying that I was there. And that sounds like a very traumatizing experience. But yeah. why don't I remember it clearly? You know? So may, that might that might come up shit. Well, and there's like, <laughs> I had some experiences like. So to maybe jump the gun here, yeah. if you're training to be an ayahuasca shaman, you have to do what's called a dieta, which this is different than the diet, the dieta that you do to prepare. This is where you do a plant diet. So mm. you work with a plant over a long period of time as a way of like merging your that plant to your soul to heal yourself. So you have that plant as an ally. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. uh, in your soul. So on one of my plant dietas, I relived childhood memories of my grandfather and me sharing a room and I hated him for no reason. The fact that he was in my space, I hated him. And then like I was relived the memory of being in the hospital and he was on his deathbed. And I was just like, I feel nothing for you, like in my mind. And it was my time to say goodbye to him before he passed. Yeah. And I said goodbye and I felt nothing. And my sister says goodbye. And he like literally came out of his coma momentarily and like <laughs> spoke to her and then like went back. Like Is he didn't even acknowledge you. Oh my I, God. You know, so he and I didn't really mix too well here on the physical plane. And yeah. in the ayahuasca, I had a vision that his soul came to me. Oh shit. And he was like, I'm so sorry. You know, all of those times that I like made fun of you as a kid. Cause I used to Aww. like pick my nose like this, maybe not pick it, but like wipe my right, nose like this. Right. Uh, he would always comment on it. And what the ayahuasca showed me was that was the only way he knew how to relate to me. Right. You know, he just didn't know how to like form a relationship. So he tried by like, you know, if someone ever picks on you, it's because maybe that's the best way they know how to relate. Oh my God. That's like my love language. Yeah. But like my boyfriend, I make fun of him and he's like, you make me make fun of me. It's like, <laughs> it's, it's me and being like, because I love you, right? Yeah, like, yeah. So, yeah, I get that. So, yeah. like, his soul came to me, and I was the one who hold, held resentment towards him, and he apologized to me. And oh. I was like, whoa. Like, and then I apologized to him, and we just had this soul picnic moment where wow. we were like, oh, my God. Like, And then I, like, started crying, and I was like, I love you. And, like, all of the emotions of rejection or whatever that I felt as a kid just, like, went away. So, okay, um so what is happening to your physical body in that moment um during that like really intense psychedelic hallucination yeah. um to the point where you might not even be fully aware of what's going on with your body yeah because during the ayahuasca trip everyone's actually sitting in the room um and you're not supposed to talk to other people you're not supposed to touch other people you're having your own experience yeah and you sit in the dark and the shaman chants ancient songs they're medicine songs so oh, they're called Icaros, and the Icaros activate the ayahuasca. <gasps> so literally, when you hear the songs, you start tripping. Because oh, the song, my. The songs are I threaded. Yeah, girl, you should do it. The okay. songs are threaded with with thousands of years of other people who have sang these songs before you. Yeah. So they're threaded with healing, and there's Icaros for pregnant women, for healing trauma, sexual abuse. There's Icaros for anything. Right. You know, and they're thousands of years old and these songs fucking work. So. And so you're, are you speaking out loud? Or are you kind of laying there with your eyes closed? Like. If you open your, close your eyes at some points, you can't really tell the difference because you're just like having just a trip. It's pitch black. Oh, well, just like, you're seeing colors and oh. things and whatever. But you do the ayahuasca in a dark room. Okay. So know? like the physical, what's happening is in a dark room. Um, you're not like laying down or are you sitting? Yeah. Are you standing? You're laying down. Or is everyone or a little bit different? Well, everyone's just in this dark room tripping. Yeah, yeah. everyone's <laughs> in the dark room. The shaman pretty much stays in the room the whole time as much as they can. Yeah. Um, and there are helpers. So oh. if something starts really going awry in a room with 20 people on psychedelics and somebody starts screaming their head off, one uh, of the helpers will pull them out of the room, oh, take okay. them aside, help them calm down, maybe help have a conversation. First time I fucking did ayahuasca, I puked four buckets worth. <gasps> And they had to take me out of the room because it's like, as you're puking, excuse, like if you're triggered by gross puking noises, don't listen to this next second. But I was literally like, Wah! Wah! 
like making like these very so it's violent. like it's disturbing everyone else is like well it's not necessarily it's part of the experience right right <laughs> you know you're yeah. like go get it danny like right. purge that demon right <laughs> you know Wow. So, but it, did it, you lose like 10 pounds? I lost 60 pounds in the next two months after that experience. In a healthy way? In a healthy way. I went strictly vegan. I was drinking so much water. I was eating whatever Maybe I, I wanted. I need to do that because I, I feel like I'm realizing I may have like an, I mean, I always know and I've had like a very unhealthy relationship with food, but like, I feel like I have some sort of eating disorder that is maybe I'm not like bulimic yeah. or anorexic or anything, but I feel like there's so many layers to like yeah. an eating disorder. And I'm realizing I might have that because yeah. I just have a difficult relationship with food. Well, let's talk about it. Cause ayahuasca helped me heal my eating disorder. I'm like disorder. want to tear up. Cause I've never said that. That's loud. okay. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. <laughs> yes. I have an eating disorder too. Oh my God. Are we, are we trauma bonding? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and let me tell you a I little need a bit. Tissue. <laughs> okay. Let me grab you one. Hold on. But I did have broccoli, so that was good. But see, even that, I'm just like <laughs> anxious. I'm so <laughs> okay. So, so let me talk to you a little bit about eating disorders in general. Oftentimes, oh they're generational. So, if your family, if anyone in your family, maybe your mom or your dad had a my mom, just like never like there was a phase she like d at first we were like well fed it was fine and then like when they divorced god is this are we on an ayahuasca we're right fucking, it, well you know what i've taken ayahuasca 22 times so basically i'm like <laughs> we're like invoking yeah. ayahuasca we're, we're we're having the we're, experience we're here. but like she like you know when you when people like we go through divorce breakups whatever like you like want to get fit and healthy whatever she just like stopped eating wow so it was like and I was still living at home, you know, and so like there was just never food in the house. Yeah. So it was just like, and then like the Filipino culture, like it's just so toxic when it comes to like food. body dysmorphia. Yeah, like Cuban. I think body dysmorphia is like the biggest thing for me. Yeah. So. Oh my God. I'm so proud of you for being vulnerable <laughs> and sharing your feelings. <laughs> but once again, eating disorders are often generational because our But body I don't even know if I want to like call it that. I don't even know because I don't even know like. I don't know. Because well, it's not like I'm throwing myself. I tried. I tried bulimia. I tried it too, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it because I just like, I'm not good at keeping a schedule. I, <laughs> I feel you, girl. And I didn't like the way it made me feel. Yeah. But, but I tried it. I was like, all right. Like, you know, I would try to get into it. It was like, but then I just wasn't. That's hard. Yeah. First off. Of course. Well, so. this is what I do in my practice. I'm a trauma healer. Yeah. So I talk to people about what's going on. And ayahuasca yeah. is a good teacher to help you deal with trauma. So my mom had an eating disorder. She was bulimic for 10 years when she oh, was a shit. teenager. I don't think I've ever, my mom threw up or anything like but that. But to hear that she drastically shifted her relationship with food after the divorce. How old were you when they got divorced? Um, 16. Okay, that's a very malleable age. And I like started, you know, like I used to say like, oh my God, I gained so much weight at that time. And I was like, no you were just becoming a fucking woman like growing boobs and ass yes like i'm just developing like yeah. i'm not gonna look the same as i looked when i was fucking 13 like <laughs> you know god bless some people they do look the same but yeah. like every body type is different and like, that's just not what i was meant to like continue to look like you yeah. know and so i didn't understand that especially when you think about it like early 2000s the beauty standards, standards and white skinny yes like hillary duff Brittany. abercrombie hollister yeah, like you want to be the skinny blonde white girl and like 
with your low rise jeans. Like no one wore high waisted jeans back then yeah. or leggings. That wasn't a thing. You didn't have options like that. Yeah. So um, it just like because I wasn't not you know ninety pounds and I was only like one ten. It was like oh my god. Yeah. You know, it was just the body dysmorphia really just. I can relate so hard, especially yeah. being Latino, like Cuban. We uh, come from a culture of eating. My parents were both very obese. You know, uh, which led to all of us three kids being obese. And then they had surgery recently. So now they're super wow. skinny. They did. They took the Virgo way, <laughs> uh, you know, medicine and, right. he, you know, healing it that Can way. Can you pass me the wine? Yes, absolutely, <laughs> We're girl. We're going in. <laughs> Congratulations. Your first crying episode with me. <laughs> Yes, you, if you can make an Aquarius <laughs> cry, I've done the impossible. I've cried a good amount of times on this show, but it, I don't just cry with any with everyone. I'm so honored. So the fact that I like teared up with you is <laughs> truly an honor. I, I appreciate you. <laughs> it's um, about to happen, I guess. But a little bit about my eating disorder. The way that it looks like for me is, you know, being an overweight boy my whole life like I would just binge eat like crazy until I couldn't stop or I got so full and then I would shame myself and not eat for a few days so it was a really serious binge and then fast and binge and fast and really yeah. weird push pull and like eating my favorite thing to do was to to listen to true crime at 2 a.m and then go to like a 24 7 fast food fast food restaurant yeah I'm like burping now. It's bringing it all up. I know we're bringing it out of each other. Yeah, right. <laughs> but it's but that's kind of yeah. like ayahuasca. You drink it and yeah. then it's like you start burping. And also, when you talk about ayahuasca, it does invoke the spirit. Uh, you know. And I've done ayahuasca 22 times, so I've got a lot of it. You in have me. A, the ayahuasca spirit. I've got her, girl. Okay. You are ayahuasca. Spirit high five. <laughs> I w well, no, we work together. You're, I am not yeah. her. She's my coworker. Yeah. <laughs> and my teacher. She's a good teacher. Um, but you know, so just to be able to say something like that out loud, yeah. like I have an eating disorder, I wasn't able to admit that to myself until this past April. That's the first time I made a post about it on an Instagram. I came public about it. And then all of the support started rolling in. A friend of mine who's a nutritionist was like, let's work together. I'll help you with your totally. eating disorder. Sorry. That's okay. Quickly. I'm also getting my period. Well, talk like to me. What are you feeling? Cause I don't like, I don't know. Just like a really. No. A, a relief, relief? <laughs> like it's I'm also not your like fault so no let's put it this way it's not your fault you have an eating disorder but I, that's like it's also kind of like uncomfortable to say because i'm like do i because i don't like because i know there's so many people out there who like like not saying that like my struggle doesn't matter but like you know like Jeanette McCurdy's new book yeah you know like she talked about like hers like i was not to that extent yeah but it's like but I related in a way that was like, oh, yeah, I do have such a, like, uncomfortable relationship with, with food. food. Like, it's just never, I've never had a uh, good relationship easy, with food. Yeah. Well, and let's, let's just define the terms. Eating disorder. It's not like we're saying eating disease or yeah. anything. You just have a disordered, it's out of order yeah. relationship to food. There's yeah. something in there where it's not in order. That's it. That's it's so it out means. of order. It's either... I eat too much or I don't eat at all. Girl, literally <laughs> my same struggle. But it's like the only time I lose weight is if I'm not eating at all. Uh-huh. Like, but that's your your body's thinking that that's the only way it can lose weight. So yeah. So you have to regulate and, you know. So I like, I could easily lose 20 pounds if I just like. Didn't eat anything. Just eat popcorn for like weeks or uh -huh. something, you know. There was a point where it was, I think towards the end of the year, last year, where I was, I was kind of getting in like early this year. It was like. 
kind of getting like bad. I think I announced like I lost 20 pounds, but like my roommate Jess was like, Steph, you don't eat. Like, she, cause she like just she moved in. Around, she just moved in at that time. And she was like, I realized like you don't ever eat. Like, did you have lunch today? Like, yeah. did you have dinner or anything? And I'm just like, what are you talking about? You're just always in your room. I'm like, you uh, don't notice. Uh, but I'm like, yeah, I didn't eat, you know? Okay. So. Well, and I can relate to that. Like, you know, you know that I don't keep food in my fridge because right. I don't want to be snacking at nighttime. But yeah. now I eat at least two meals a day. I eat only healthy foods. I had to cut some things out of my diet. But, like, there's a million different ways to approach it. Some people think you should be able to eat whatever you want, whenever you want, yeah. and just monitor that. Some people are think you should get rid of stuff. You right. have to find what works for you. Yeah, you I know? know. I think also, like, when I was, like, really struggling financially, it was, like... Good excuse to save money. Don't Yeah, eat. yeah. It was just kind of, like, okay, like, just... I was like surviving on like oatmeal and like, yeah, it was like sad, but a part of me was like, this is kind of nice. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> like oh, it's like I'm kind of like thin right now. Uh-huh. Like I'm only eating like oatmeal and I was like probably 70, 60, 70 pounds lighter back then. Wow. Like it was just because it was just all I could afford was like a PBJ and like oatmeal, you know? Well, and to be fair in the United States, there's a lot of ingredients in our food here yeah. that are bad for our bodies. So the obesity epidemic eating disorders anything that has to do with body image issues all of these things the pharma companies are having some level of like you know activity and fiber is being removed from the american diet i saw this video tiktok yes yeah that's where i got that from no of this this maybe we saw the same video of this girl who's an american Uh and moved to germany germany yes Yes! we saw the same thing and she was showing the physical agreed like she's like i lost so much weight just moving here because like but i'm not changing anything i'm eating Uh it's just i'm eating people say when they when they uh move to the united states they gain weight they gain a ton of weight yeah so, or like, what's your favorite conspiracy video? And then people will be like, I went to another country and ate whatever I wanted, even candy, even ice cream, and I still lost weight. Exactly. Like, I know for a fact if I live somewhere else, I would be way smaller. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd be my ideal weight. So, <laughs> first of all, well, you know what? There is an ideal weight. And yeah. you know what? It, we are all entitled. Yeah. It is our birthright to be happy in our bodies, yeah. to love our bodies, to be able to eat food, to have a healthy relationship to food. All of these things are good things. And you deserve that. And I deserve that. Aww. You know? like I love this. Are we having a moment? Yes, we are having a moment. Is and anyone who's listening to this, if you need help, you can reach out to me. I can help give you resources. I, I know people. I have stuff that's worked for me. If you want to work with me in my coaching. Or if you, like, just... There are answers out there. If you have an eating disorder, and I just mean disordered eating, I don't mean you have to be bulimic or anorexic, but even if you have those two, that's also a disorder. Right, right. But But it's not the only type of disorder. Amen. It's not not just that. We're not going to quantify only by extremes. Like, I, yeah, exactly. And it's like, I think that's why I never really, like, try to define it as that before like my whole life because I was like well I'm not like skinny so I can't have an eating disorder I'm not even skinny well, you know <laughs> but you know what <laughs> like if you're carrying excess weight that you don't want and it's affecting your emotional and mental health yeah that and, and you know and your relationship with food is a little off I'm all for like pro fat pro whatever you want with your body as long but as if, you're happy yeah but if you're not do yourself a favor and reach out to someone who you can talk to. I think if there's just like a lot of guilt, like I feel guilty every time I eat. 
Really? Every time. Okay, so there's an emotion attached to it. Yeah. But did your mom have a negative reaction when she was eating after there was that divorce? I mean, if she wasn't eating in general, there's something yeah, she, going she on. Yeah, she wasn't really, like, she was really, like, she didn't do it. Like, I feel like I didn't realize it back then because I obviously didn't know better. But I looked back and I'm like, oh, yeah, like, she just didn't eat. And so, like, we didn't really eat. And so, and she would just eat, like, the really, like, blandest shit. Like, yeah. it would just, like just like just chicken <laughs> no like nothing on the chicken just baked chicken that's it okay you know? okay let's not talk. even like a side of vegetables <laughs> like just chicken you know uh-huh, <laughs> like, like boiled chicken cold like yeah you know, like not even the most bland so here's something that's really important is everything we need to do in our lives needs to be done with love so when you eat you should tell yourself i deserve a good meal yeah i deserve to feel full yeah i deserve to eat foods that make my body feel good that i also like Right. That fits my taste. And you I can have it all. I think it's just so confusing because the way that I was raised too, like my parents also like didn't ha- like, you know, like have the greatest relationship with food too. And like also I think in the Filipino community, one thing that I've, I've spoken about this too is like everyone just body shames each other so mm-hmm. intensely. Like there's so many times it's like a joke within like our generation like you go to a family party and there's always a tita over there who's like oh you gain weight you look fat literally and so and my dad would always tell me when i was single like oh if you like lose weight you know like you'll find a man and i just Mm -hmm. like cussed him out (laughs) i love my dad but i like cussed (laughs) him out but i was just like don't you dare say that to me like i was like it's not attracting them that's the issue here you know it's 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 more than that and so it was just like, it, it, it's just, you know, so there's a lot of shame. So what I'm saying is like, there'll be times where like my dad like would get us 10 McChickens from McDonald's mm-hmm. and be like, okay, here you go, here you eat. And then like the next minute, you know, and I'm just my dad. I think, I think a lot all, of parents them, and yeah. a lot of immigrant and my parents. mom's immigrant parents would just be like, oh, you're so fat. Like, like, stop it. You're like, you look so fat. But then like force you to eat <laughs> it's the and weirdest and force you to eat unhealthy food Girl. and don't even teach you the healthy ways to eat and what's good for you and what's not but they weren't taught they either w- right and in our cultures i mean you're you're lebanese yeah. and filipina yeah. and I'm cuban where a lot of those dishes are rice based or like he- and filipino, rice. filipino food is heavy well and also like it's not like so rice Cuban food though. yeah yeah but it's <laughs> yeah. not like rice is bad for you inherently mm-hmm. but here in the united states fiber is being pulled out of rice right like fiber is what we need to lose weight exactly it's <laughs> it's just all starch yeah it's yeah so so there's a lot yeah. of reasons i mean for one of the best things is first of all to recognize oh i've got uh, some kind of disorder going on and then two oh it's not my fault yeah i'm living in a broken system here in the united states so if you want to change, you have to become aware. Right. You know, Aquarius, it's the sign of enlightenment. Yeah. The purpose of the sign is to see Aww. the world. It's to see everyone. Like, we're all in this collective together. We're in this right. age of Aquarius. We're here to evolve. Aww. So you, we can do it. Thank you, you know? for making me feel so much better. You're welcome. And there, it's normal. It's, you're, you're normal. 
Okay, because I suffer with the exact same thing. I'm healing my eating disorder I see, now. So I feel like everyone has an eating disorder. Well, it's <laughs> like, not uncommon, girl. It's, it's so, but no one really recognizes like. Well, food is so political too. So yeah, it's it, it's such a it's it's so political. It's so there's always people. <laughs> What's your diet? Vegetarian, vegan? Oh my god! You know, you know yeah, <laughs> it, it's a thing. So it's like I'm a gluten free, raw, paleo, vegan. I'll and the first time I did ayahuasca, I lost the the sixty pounds because ayahuasca was like, you need to cut this shit out of your diet. Yeah. And at that time, I cut out meat and sugar, and I was just eating besides fruits. I was eating fruits and vegetables and like vegan foods that were not highly processed and i just lost like so much weight but then i got fired from the job i was working at and i started working on tv show mm-hmm. on a set yeah and, I and sometimes you don't choose your food they just be having i gained shit on set <laughs> 60 70 all of the weight i lost and some oh shit in, in a month like a month and a half two months like yeah. You know, it was fast, just as fast as the weight came That happens off. to me, too. Uh-huh. I'll lose it quickly, but I'll gain it back in, like, a day. So, but that's because I'll I... eat, like, a full meal, and it's like, we're back, baby. And uh-huh. I'm like, Fuck. Like, hey, Curves. Yeah. Mm, you're still here. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, with that, I didn't cure the, the underlying issue. It was a lack of self-love and self-worth. Yeah. And then being fired, I just felt horrible about myself. So then I was like, yeah, I'm going to eat my feelings because yeah. I'm a fat bitch. <laughs> that that was me too. Like when you're depressed, I was so jealous of the people who were like, oh my hey, God, when I'm depressed, I, I don't eat. Like oh. I, I don't eat when I'm depressed. I'm like, all I want to do is fucking eat when Stuff I'm depressed. Stuff myself like, with my feelings. Right. I mean, maybe when it's like, fr- like when I get a fresh heartbreak, like I find out he cheated that day, I can't eat that day. Sure. But like once it kind of, I, I I eat a lot. Yeah. Well, because in our cultures, too, comfort, food is comfort, food is celebration, food is mourning yeah. if someone dies. Yeah. Like, you know, food is just such an, a blanket thing. Right. And it's such a major part of, like, Filipino, Latino, Lebanese culture. Yeah. So, you know, we're kind of set up and conditioned in these ways. Now you mix that with a culture that's got food that's not healthy for you. Yeah. Shit hits the fan. But that's one of the things... You know, as I've continued with my ayahuasca, that was my first journey. Yeah. And I kept the weight off for maybe, you know, by the fourth journey, and then I gained it all back. Now, over the last, that was three years ago, over the last five months, I really started addressing my eating disorder and where it came from. And it was being raised in maybe a dramatic environment at times. Mm -hmm. And then my love for drama and my need for dopamine and stimulation. Yes. And, you yes. Know, listening to and the when you have and when you have ADHD, there's a lack of dopamine too. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And you know what? There's a huge statistic about people who have ADHD who also suffer with eating disorders, who suffer oh, with shit. having stable romantic relationships. Like there you go. there's a lot going on yeah. here. So I think it was theorized that ADHD came from like an unstable environment or something. Like if you're born into that, I yeah, I mean, my research this later, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but there are statistics out there. And if you're like us, you know, it's not your fault. Yeah. It's not my fault. Yeah. But the medicine to help you, I mean, ayahuasca helped me uncover. Okay. I've got this love of drama. I've experienced a lot of trauma in my yeah. life and like dealing with that trauma and then realizing that I had to do something about it. So I started seeking out mentors and talking to friends and talking to a therapist and like changing my whole life. And now, I mean, maybe I didn't lose 60 pounds in a month, but in four or five months, I actually lost 30. Yeah, and you I'm did keeping it the right it, way. Yes. And I'm keeping it off. 
and I eat good meals and I enjoy my food and I feel good about myself. And I look at myself in the mirror. I'm like, I'm hot. You are hot. Ask your daddy. Thick Latina. Thick Latina, baby. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, I feel good about myself now. And like everyone deserves to feel that way. So the reason that I'm trying to become an ayahuasca shaman, it's not even guaranteed that I'll be picked. Uh, is oh really? It's not even guaranteed. It's not even guaranteed. You can do all of the work, and they can be like, "You're not suitable for this." Oh shit! But I want to be. But it's I'm good to know that they're really trying to like pick, pick the, right the right people, people. And not yeah. just because you're going through a program and like, yeah, you know, like it's for people who like go through a program to be a nurse or something and end up being like shitty nurses. It's uh-huh. like, no, we want to pick good ass people who are really gonna like guide because it's it is a very tricky thing to pe- put people under. A spell, essentially. You That's know what I mean? literally like, what it is. Yeah. yeah, like you have to have people who are like You got to be trained on this shit. Yeah. But also you have to heal your own trauma enough yeah. so that you don't start having transference between you and the people that you're working oh, with. Oh, yeah. Because you have to have your boundaries intact. Ayahuasca teaches boundaries really well. Yeah. Um, I've been through every motherfucking mistake in the book. Like LSD had a fucking meltdown and had PTSD for six months. I've had sexual assault. I've had eating disorder. I've had abuse, trauma. I've had it all. Yeah. I've experienced it all. I've made every mistake or gone through just about every trauma in the book that you can. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? If I could make something of this by helping other people through theirs, who cares if I talk about sex on a podcast? Like, I want people to know I'm liberated, I'm free, I'm not carrying shame. I want people to feel safe. To and not judge. Yeah, and not judge. Yeah. Come, if you're looking for somebody who will accept you where you're at and meet you where you're at, call me up. Yeah. Because I've been where you've been. I've been in your shoes. I've, you know? So that's ayahuasca as the greatest medicine and teacher to me is you can't judge anybody because you've done it too right you know? yeah yeah exactly <laughs> oh so. my god so like so how like when you were in like a middle of like a hallucination like how like how real does it feel it feels more real than being here on earth oh my god like like i don't know how to explain it and what's crazy is you can be having the ayahuasca vision and like hallucinating and being out of your mind and all of this stuff and i remember one memory specifically being like i have to pee so bad and then the ayahuasca like stopped and it was just like go like that was the message so my vision stopped everything stopped and it's like oh you gotta pee go go pee pee." like it's like it has a consciousness it is a spirit. It is a, yeah. a feminine, motherly spirit that wants to help you and aid you on your journey. You know, you're right with the, the whole like shrooms being very like similar to that as well, too, uh-huh. because I used to have a friend who like he used to get so like fucked up drunk to the point where like every time he got drunk, he was blacked out and just did not remember the night. And like yeah. he clearly had like some sort of drinking problem and like. It would not stop. It was yeah. like he was always and he would like wake up in the hospital and like not even know what the fuck happened. Like it was bad. And so I need to sneeze. Hold on. That's OK. God bless you, honey. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a good one. I know that was. I was like, I wanted it to be like full and like <laughs> I wanted to feel it. But anyways, so one night he took a shit ton of shrooms and he you know, started going through his hallucinations and he all of a sudden was able to recollect all of the nights that he was blacked out. What? So he was remembering things and seeing things 
from times he was like, oh yeah. Like he was able to like See go those. back into those situations where like he was blacked out, like going to the hospital, all this stuff. And like, see physically like what happened Whoa. and after that like i mean i don't know how he's doing now it's we've just not I mean, we're still f- cool and friends but he just moved to new york yeah, maybe you're not talking about trauma like yeah we exactly but like i remember after that like it really changed him like he like he didn't stop drinking completely but he was like all of a sudden got really like had boundaries with drinking he was like oh i'll just have a glass yeah. and i was like how do you just have like yeah. you know but and he wasn't That's kudos to him. For yeah. He boundaries. wasn't going out drinking all the time. Like he was really like all of a sudden just like went to therapy. Like he really, you know, Whoa. it was, it was really interesting. I was like, Holy fuck. Well, there's a lot of studies coming out. There's uh, a man named Michael Pollan who has a book called how to change your mind. Mm-hmm. And it talks about psychedelics and how it's like, they're doing studies on it and how it's yeah. like good for your brain. And one of the biggest proponents of psychedelics is it helps people cure their addiction. Oh shit! So like alcohol, binge eating, yeah. starving yourself. Yeah, he completely. It was like a complete. Addiction. It was a complete like one eighty. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I don't know how he's doing now. So, but like, but we still lived together because we were roommates. It worked. It got him out of what he. Was it got doing. him what I like to the point where he was like, "Yeah, I don't need. A, I don't need to get fucked up. Well, I'll so just have a drink." But before it was like he had no fucking control interesting like at all like we'd go out and i could just see in his eyes that he's not coherent like he'd be there and like talking but he just you know when you like see someone so fucked up and like yeah they're moving and they're they're not there but they're not there like you could see in their eyes Uh like okay they're dancing they're able to walk but like his mind is not there well a a pretty common phenomenon that i've experienced is like people healing and then relapsing you know me with my eating disorder or like people with alcohol and like relapsing is part of the healing process so if you get on board and you're not drinking or you're having a really good healing and body image stuff or whatever whatever you're going through that's traumatic once you relapse it's almost like oh sayonara and then you fall off and the shame comes back in and all of these negative emotions and the self-loathing and the self-medicating whatever you were doing before yeah it's like being in a toxic relationship yes and you keep going in and out and out and you're like it'll be fine it'll be fine this time and then but <laughs> once you relapse enough times and this is not a psa to relapse let me really emphasize that you realize you don't want to do it again. I'm at the point with my eating disorder where I'm like, I never want to relapse again. I will fight tooth and nail. That is the last time. Yeah. And like, I believe it. Cause I'm like, I my, believe that too. My lifestyle has changed. I will forever be healed from this because I'm speaking it into existence. Wow. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, I get that feeling because not that I, you know, had an addiction that I was trying to like heal from, but it was like, I mean, f- I mean, maybe, dating shitty guys was it wasn't a, a weird it addiction. is a form of it, it, weird it addiction a, it was a dependency it, yeah like there was uh, i mean we all know early earlier years of the show like the last you know ex the last burger i was with there, after that i was like i'm just done i just don't want a shitty per- like you get tired of putting yourself through heartbreak yeah and you know what a and relapse i was like i want a, a good man and i got i got a great man now a relapse is a heartbreak it is it's just breaking your own heart and I guess that's what a shitty relationship. Exactly. It's a shitty relationship within yourself yeah. versus another person. Booyah. Yeah. It's the same thing. <laughs> it is the same, same formula, thing. just different scenarios. Yeah. So, you know, so that's, if you're struggling to, to stay consistent, just know like 
I struggled with a really horrible sex addiction. You know, I was hooking up with four dudes in a day and like oh, doing that compulsively. When does it become like a sex addiction? I mean, I don't know how to define it. I've heard experts be like, oh, sex addiction doesn't really exist. But right. for me, I'm going to hold myself accountable and be like, it was a sex addiction because I couldn't stop doing it and I needed it in order to feel valid. Like I needed it in order to feel something. And then the sex addiction was followed by a severe binging period. Oh, it was, shit. It was patternized. So, you know, so yeah. if you find yourself hitting it, quitting it, and then sticking it with food. Sex, I don't have sex addiction. Maybe with food, know? for sure. You know, but anybody in general. Hot Cheetos. I think, Hot I, have, Cheetos. I, think oh. I really have an addiction. <laughs> They're so good. But you know what? There's not good stu- stuff there, in there. There's, they make you addicted. There's yeah, definitely Carl. formulas that, like, make you addicted to there's that shit. There's people in chemical labs, like, looking at this shit and thinking, how can we get that rat to be addicted to this because piece of cheese? Because it's all about... Capitalism. 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 <laughs> well, yeah, girls, say They it. just want to keep fucking, you know, selling their Making shit. Making that money. Yeah, it's what it's all about. That's what America's all about. Your just, soul, their money. It literally. They just want... <laughs> we're just dollar signs. We're yeah. not human beings to people. But... So, you know, ayahuasca <sighs> helps uncover these things. Like, I've dealt with all of these traumas. Wow. I've, I've been through a lot of shit in my life. So, what happens when, like... How long, so how long does a trip usually last? So generally the ceremony will begin and it's it's called a ceremony because it's a spiritual okay, sorry. experience. Okay, I'm like, that trip. No, no, that's okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not, you know, I'm not yeah. berating you. I'm just, as an educational yeah. thing, it's a, it's a ceremony. So you sit down for the ayahuasca ceremony. You have to have a shaman there. Okay. You can't do ayahuasca without the presence of a shaman. I would love to have a shaman. I cannot just do fucking ayahuasca <laughs> girl, in my apartment. Uh-uh, uh, baby girl, okay? Because <laughs> no. then the spirits don't even know how to find you, and then, like, demons can attack you. <gasps> like, they believe that. Oh, my God, I'm so scared. So you need someone who can hold their shit. That's, like, my shit. biggest fear is, like, demons. Well, you need someone who can hold their shit. In that, yeah. in that, during the ceremony as oh the medicine God. person. Yeah, no, that's so scary. You know? See, that's my biggest fear is just, like, when you have a bad trip, like what happens when you do have those demons do come and like yeah. you feel like possessed because I believe in that shit. Like maybe I'm not the most religious, like going to church every Sunday, but I believe in fucking demons and shit and yeah. like bad energy. Like even if they don't look like th- those fucking characters you see in a TV show, like there's bad energy yeah. out there in the universe. Well, and like I'm scared of that. Yeah. And I, I, you know, one of my ayahuasca trips, I relived a sexual assault where I was attacked and all of those emotions came back up and like the attack, the act of being attacked, I felt like that was the opportunity for a quote unquote demon to enter me. And I was carrying around this thing with me and you know, did you get exorcism? Basically? Yeah. The ayahuasca took that shit out of me, but that was on one of those diets, the dieta where you do it for an extended period of time. And from there, I had to face the drama, the the fear, the sadness, reliving it all for about two and a half weeks afterwards. I was in a state of shock. But that shock no longer lives in my nervous system. And then that's when I started healing my eating disorder. Wow. So this is why I'm saying you can't just go do ayahuasca willy nilly. You need before, during and after care. You need someone who helps Scary. you monitor your process. But healing is possible. Yeah. I mean. You know, I'm an example of it. I no longer weigh 30 pounds heavier. And so I'm is there just like a safe word or something to <laughs> use when you're like going through like a bad demon experience? Like 
can I say like ayahuasca stop it or like or can someone can can someone like come over and like do something to me like give me well, a massage or something first to help of all, me like I it's don't not know. it's not every time like that whole experience that I just described happened during one of the very serious like I was on a nine day retreat right. going specifically to heal my sexuality oh so I I set that intention you know but I'm just scared that I'm just gonna somehow have a bad trip and like well the shamans there don't protect you so uh-huh. if that starts happening and you're starting to yeah. experience that, you can call out help. Uh, you can say help. And the shaman. Because I want to at least, if I'm going to do it, I want to at least know that like if something goes wrong, I have like a safety net, yep. you know? Well, like like I said, some people scream their head off and somebody has to pull them out of the room. And you I know, don't want to be you. that chick though. I, it's men. It's men that that happens to. <laughs> is it really? For, yes. It's, because I've they're the one that have more built up emotions. they got more ego is yeah. what it is. I feel like I've like released a lot of most majority <laughs> of my emotions. I mean, there's still things I need to work on, but yeah. like, I don't think I'm like, you know what I mean? Like I, I feel like I'm not that built up with things I've never, I've talked about even my sexual assaults and even my trauma with my parents, like, you know what I mean? So, but there are, of course, some things maybe that I haven't really fully talked about. And again, now discovering with my relationship with food and yeah. stuff that like, I'm sure will come up, but you know, I don't know. I was just like scared. I don't want to be that guy saying, Hell. look, it's always the men with <laughs> or, the biggest egos. Okay. Is it? Yeah. That oh. are screaming like that. Cause they've they got more they to work face through. face their shit. Yeah, girl. But when my you're having, needs to do <laughs> The Virgo. The Virgos need to do ayahuasca. <laughs> um, so when when my boyfriend ha- needs this too, I Ooh. feel like his cancer. He keeps saying how he we're wants gonna do to it do it. Together. it. We're, we're all gonna yeah, do it we're together. gonna be your clients. Yeah, girl. Well, we're already friends, so that's like true. So that's a just, great yeah. relationship. We already have a relationship built. We're you guys are gonna meet each other at the show, so we'll like we'll I talk about this. I, I know him. he loves you too. Love he's so like I love you, Brian. He's such a huge he's such a huge fan of yours because he's all about the spirit spirituality. He's a sure, yeah, I'm, I'm like he just loves it. So yeah, no, he would love to like talk. All my friends want to meet you. I, like Girl. my friend that I'm staying with right now, she's like, well, can he like can she can he like look, look at our compatibility? Well, me and my out. husband. <laughs> I, like, I love sure. everyone. Okay, I love people. <laughs> I just want goodness in the world. Like yeah, let's yeah. move to the light. Yeah. Um, but when you're having a hard trip and you, you know, you say help, the shaman will come to you and say like, are you okay? What's going yeah. on? And you can say like X, Y, and Z, I'm having a hard time. And the shaman will chant to you and bless you and like oh, bring good. your ancestors forward and stuff. Oh, and like good. They'll help you. Okay. I feel yeah. better about that. Cause I'm just like going to sit there like. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm like 22 <laughs> ayahuasca ceremonies in at this point in my life. So you've been through bad trips before. Oh yeah. yeah. And so when they like. They go to you and be like, "You're fine." Then, well, like, what happens? W- in the one, I need I like an the- instant thing. Maybe that's something I need. Sure, to- <laughs> I'll give you an example. There's three levels to this. My first time doing ayahuasca, I fucking tripped. I was wiped. I had no existence. I wasn't a person anymore. I had no track of time. Like, I I was just the void, and the yeah. void became me. And I'm it- like. So intrigued, but so scared. <laughs> so I'm not saying what it happens to me is going right, to happen to everyone. Right, 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 right. You know, I've had times where there were nymphs and, and creatures and you know <sighs> beings from other dimensions that come to you and comfort you. And you I want to meet aliens. I've met the I've met many an alien on ayahuasca. Oh my god! Yeah, I want to just meet like spirits. You know what I mean? Like you I want I want to meet like my future kids. 
I have like, actually had three different children on the other side showed shut a, a daughter and two up. sons. <gasps> and one of them's named Thomas because, Thomas? and I named my tree outside my apartment Stop. Thomas after oh, him. Oh, tree! Yes, the tree I That's printed. why you have a connection with that yes. tree. Maybe it is Thomas. I think it is, and he has two heads, and it's he's like a Gemini, and Thomas would be a Gemini if he was my son. Okay, how do you know? I, it, in the eye of vision, okay. it just—I was shown he was a doubting Thomas. He was a Gemini. That was what I was told. Okay, okay, okay. So you trust the spirits. Trust. I trust them. Yeah, and then the yeah. other one was named Chris. I'm like, how do you know? You know, I have my children. They're already on the other I side. I want to meet my kids. If I, oh my god, what if they're like no kids for you? <laughs> you never know. You know, some people do ayahuasca to help them get pregnant if they're I, having I mean, difficulty. I'm not trying to get pregnant. No, 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 I'm just saying. Like, uh, there are plant diets you can do where it helps your fertility okay well once we get to that point we'll see but i'm just like i don't know i'm just i can't wait to be a mom and i just like such a good mom i'm just so excited i just want to like hang out yeah girl i think (laughs) i don't know who they are like what kind of person they're gonna come you know like we should look at yours and brian's birth chart too to see like what sign would be the best child for you guys (gasps) A Gemini? Just kidding. I think a Capricorn because it's your destiny sign and oh. it's opposite of Brian's sign, Cancer. My dog is a Capricorn. <gasps> yes. I know. Destiny. And my, my cat's a Virgo. Oh, you have the thing. You got the Virgo thing. August 22nd, that's Virgo, right? Uh, Yeah, that's my yeah. half birthday. Oh my God. Your cat and I are opposite signs. Gosh. Wait, can cats, like animals be like astrological yeah wow yeah their personalities and then if you have a whole litter at once they say different animals will live out different part of the, oh, the birth wow. chart or that's crazy you know or like i with think twins. My, i feel like my dog is he's really old now so he just doesn't really have much energy but like he's so smart but so shady Ooh, like he's kind of like the capricorn yeah Ooh, well capricorns are a little shady yeah no he's definitely kind of shady like they're not even ashamed of it they're like loves hard but like but also like needs but well you know he just knows he could like walk all over me yeah he can rule the world yeah capricorn things yeah he'll like present himself as like oh look at me i'm an old dog (laughs) and then he knows and then like as soon as you're not looking <laughs> Capricorn. I'm gonna go, right. Yes. So shady. And I like, I remember I told my, sorry, sorry about that. I remember I told my boyfriend when we first started dating, he's like, oh, he's so cute. He's just like old. I was like, yeah, but he's like shady. Ooh, and he's ooh. like, what do you <gasps> mean? It's because he's a cancer and your dog's a Capricorn. So they've got like friction <gasps> yes, between the two of them. So much yes. friction. So maybe Capricorn won't be the best okay, match wait, 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 for wait, your wait. child. Because it'll be just be like. But it's your destiny sign, so it pulls you in. It's maybe like, they'll have a Capricorn somewhere on their chart. Yeah, like Capricorn rising, so it puts Cancer in the seventh house of relationships. Okay. So that would be good if we could play <laughs> the exact time of day that your yeah, child's yeah. C-section. Yeah, no, honestly, does <laughs> and does anyone just like try to plan oh, when my sister, to conceive? My sister had me pick the birthdays of both of her kids. <gasps> and did they actually land? Yeah, yeah. My niece and nephew. We're going to talk. I, <laughs> we'll talk. <laughs> so, I mean, I feel like my kids are going to be accidents. You know what, girl? But, but you can choose when to induce them. Because my sister, the first one, they, right. they really like, you know, they got pregnant. And then she's but like. I feel like that's like wrong. I don't know. You know, you're just picking their like astrology. I just want like human. I want the. The, the stars to the pick. stars to pick. You don't want Danny Santos to pick. <laughs> Baby, I mean, you can help me choose when to conceive if I want, like, you okay. know, a Capricorn, like or a Libra like, okay, or something, right? But like, I, I feel like inducing, or like, I just feel like that's like you don't want to go the unnatural way. I you want, want the vagina to kiss the child as it comes out for all of those good, like, microbiome nutrients or whatever. 
I mean, I don't know. I'm not thinking that that it's like, a thing. Look technical. it up. <laughs> like I didn't even know that existed. It's a thing. But I was a C-section, I, so I, I don't like, get that. I would just allow the whatever's meant to to you know, like we could plan it to a certain extent. I also just feel like things don't work out when I totally try to plan things to the T. Yeah. So I think it's always better for me in my life to just be like, okay, I want this, but also allowing the universe to just give it to me the way that it's, it's supposed to. Like, I don't want to like, I don't want to like mess up what's faded. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I feel like, like we did, I did talk with my sister. Oh my God. It's over an hour. Oh, Oh, we really went. We really went. We could just do a part two to this episode. (laughs) You know, we have so much to talk. We do. Cause we still got to talk more about ayahuasca. (laughs) Okay. Let's finish ayahuasca. Let's go back to that. Okay. 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 Um, (laughs) this is going to be a long one. I guess so. I'll try to hit all of the major points lightning round. Yeah. Okay. So when you ask for help, there's a few different ways that they'll help you. If you're having a severe trauma response, like I did at the, you know, like tripping so hard that I felt like I didn't exist anymore. There is something that they can give you to drink or it pulls you out of the trip. Uh, okay. You know? okay. I'm not going to say what it is. Cause I do not encourage that. That's really uh, only an emergency situation. Oh, emergency. Okay. At least to know that like there is something, there is something out there to like wash it out yeah. if it's like needed. Like yeah. I just want it. I just want the feeling of like security that someone could just be, even if they're just like there to hold my hand, like someone who's like, I don't know. I just, I just well, want if that. Well, if I did it with you, like we would ideally do it in a small group, like you, Brian, the twins. And then like, you know, but also like, I don't know why, but a part of me is like, now that I'm thinking about it, like being in a dark room and being on a trip, like what if I like, I'm like scared to like actually know. It's like, I'd rather not know anyone. That's good too. Like I know? feel like, having someone that is so close to me being there you're not supposed to be next to someone you know while you do it yeah you're like to put distance like i feel like being next to like my boyfriend like i feel like i don't know there's like, too much transference it, right if i see him like going through a trip it's gonna it, it's like because i'm so connected and attached to him mm-hmm. i don't want that to affect me and vice versa yeah you know like i rather it be a stranger so we're like very like distant and i feel like i could be fully in my like hallucinations and yeah. not feel judged also yeah you know? one whoever you're next to you do develop this weird bond too because yeah. you're like oh i can hear you crying oh, it's like when and you're like, rolling and stuff I yeah, love when you're, like yeah, on ecstasy of, and you're like i've never done ecstasy friend. so okay. i don't know but <laughs> I I do a lot of chemically uppers. You do like the natural like. Well, I'm just trying to heal, baby. <laughs> I don't and even I'm, drink alcohol. I'm like, I don't know who made this. <laughs> Let's pop this pill. I'm like, um, I think one time, like I did coke, and I think it was like meth. I have a theory oh, no. because I only really did like a really small. Oh my bump. god! And like I was getting so much anxiety because I could not sleep. Like so it was, it was the last happened. time I actually did it. I never, yeah. I haven't done it ever since because I was traumatized. Well, you know what? And I was like, maybe not, you we know? We live and learn. We live and learn. And like. I can't judge anybody because I've made so many mistakes in my life. Right. I feel you. Exactly. It was just, I only just embrace it for the good times. But that, that last time. That was, was a bad just, time. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> whew. Okay. So okay. you can drink the thing. What they'll most often they'll do is they'll pray over you. They'll blow tobacco to bless you on Aww. you because tobacco just it pulls away all of the negative spirits and it just grounds you back <gasps> on earth. I love that. So just a little. I have one of my tobaccos just right over there. Light me a cigarette. I used to smoke a lot of cigarettes. Well, they just like you know, and then uh, puff it onto okay, you. Okay, okay. I'm like, do I get <laughs> get menthols? <laughs> Although you Can I do a Camel Crush. <laughs> 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 I'm you, all 
just you can bring your own sacred tobacco if it's ceremonial and like yeah. blow it on yourself. No, I don't smoke it. anymore. Okay. I shouldn't. Well, I got asthma and shit. But, but it's not like, you know, it doesn't yeah. have all the chemicals. It's just a sacred tobacco. Okay. okay. Um, and then. Pure. It, yeah, it's very pure. Um, and then they'll, you know, they'll tell you like. Uh, most often people will be like is this gonna last forever <laughs> and the yeah. shaman like just encourages you don't worry this is gonna pass like how long does it take so ayahuasca you start at like 7 or 8 p.m and it goes till about two in the morning okay so it's like a night out it's like it's like dinner and like some drinks and yeah, a good time six to eight hours okay and the, but it, sometimes it can really stretch you shift at work yeah <laughs> But it can stretch you to make you think that it's happening for like years Whoa. or lifetimes. Like when I went into the void, it's happened two times. I've never done ketamine, but I imagine, I think I can imagine what a K-hole is. I want to like go in space. Well, I've done that too on ayahuasca. I've really? Been in like the you stars. felt like you were in like in the stars? Yeah, I've gone to the astrology signs themselves in the sky and they like teach me astrology. What the f- like there is an intelligence you will you will like learn things you will learn about yourself i just i really just want to know what my spirits want me to see and feel and learn you might be surprised because i just feel like yeah i feel like it shows like i just feel like it's 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 cool because it really just shows like visually and physically like everything that's like so within your soul yeah and like Without the external distractions, like you're just like literally, you're literally boiling taking you a, down. You're literally in your own spirit, distilling you to your most essential essence. Yeah, and I just like want to know, like I want to like see my grandparents. Well, <laughs> it took me a lot of sessions before I started having visions of my yeah. ancestors, but I've seen my mom, I see my brother-in-law's dad, I've seen my my Wait, grandma. Your, has your mom passed away? Or, oh, excuse Sorry. me. I saw my grandma, my <laughs> oh, great grandma. my great okay, grandmother. Okay. Do you call her mom too? I guess I do. Oh, because I call my grandma mom. Well, she, my great grandma yeah. is like my spirit guide, and like I've seen her a couple times now. I think my grandma is my spirit guide. Well, you know, that's what my spiritual medium told me. I believe it. Yeah, I believe and she's, she's probably tied on my arm. <gasps> and she's with you all the time. Yeah, while you're doing the pod. Yeah, but you know, so there's all of that, and I, I all I can say is ayahuasca is amazing. <laughs> Like, it's really life-changing. If you want to work with someone who can help you prep for an ayahuasca so trip. So when can we do this? Like, when, like... So I've been training for about three years. Three years? Yeah, I've done ayahuasca 22 times over the last three years. Okay, so you're about to go into another training. Another training, yeah. And you have to do it every other day for three months. For, uh, well, for this training, it's a nine-day training. Okay. So when you do these, you do it every other day for nine days. So I've done two of these trainings before. This will yeah. be my third one. You pick a specific plant to merge to your soul to like grow. So I don't talk about my plants because you're not supposed you ever to. Never just like not feel like doing it. Uh, like, Ugh, not today, but I guess I have to because I have to take this Sometimes because you're, uh, well, you go, you go, you train to become a teacher. At the same time, you're simultaneously healing yourself. Yeah. Or, or like, do you feel like because you did so much around the same time, like how does it feel to do it? Like you don't want to do too much at once, like too often. Okay. Cause they, there is what's known as integration where you have to like take right. time to like, I couldn't jump right back in after my traumatized reliving my sexual assault and healing my eating disorder. Mm. I, I got the assignment. Right. You're like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I know I, right. I got the assignment. Received it. I knew what I needed to work on right. and I worked on it. And then I went, the, the next ceremony that I did after that, I went with my sister and she's experiencing all of this really intense turmoil. And since doing ayahuasca, it's really moved, removed a lot of her horrible experiences as well. Like it's healing her too. So uh, 
the ayahuasca always tells me. Can I'm we like, do it tonight? Yeah, girl, <laughs> the ayahuasca always tells me like. I got things to do. No I, I, I ask. I'm like, what? How can I help other people? And the message is always bring them to the medicine. Yeah. Bring, and also, like, you don't need ayahuasca to help people. But if you want to help them on this level, bring them. Right, right. So maybe I can bring you and Brian or... Oh, my God. I would love to. And I know he would love to. Like, I feel like there's... I mean, not to talk on behalf of his trauma, but, like, I feel like there's things he needs to Everybody's unpack. got trauma, baby. Like, he definitely, like, has his struggles with anxiety. So I think he, like, needs to, like... Relinquish. Handle that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know what? Doing ayahuasca once is not going to fix everything right. in your life. It's just going to start the healing process. If you're really committed to it, you'll keep going. And, like, healing doesn't happen overnight. Healing yeah. happens, like, you have to be, it's not just ayahuasca. It's the integration afterwards, like, going to therapy, eating healthier, exercising, right. going for walks. He's definitely changed his life because he used to be, like, about 500 pounds, and he's lost, like. That's right. You told he's me lost, that like, before. like, about 200. And he looks good. Brian, yeah. you look good. And he's still, like, you know, like, losing weight and, like, taking care of himself, yeah. you know, like he's lost like about 200 pounds. Like yeah. it, it, it's fucking crazy. So, so yeah. And all, oftentimes that stuff's just generational. You're like, he looks great. You're he like, I'm Brian, a thick Latina. I'm a thick Latina, Brian. <laughs> Call me up. Although since now that I'm training to be, <laughs> I love that you're like hitting on my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. But now that I'm training to be an ayahuasca shaman, I have to stop having hookups. Oh, okay. So I can't, you know, it's something. Danny wants to hook up with my boyfriend. No. Cheers. Okay, cheers. He's one three sons. He's a cutie. He's, I love you, Brian. It's so funny. But uh, you have to, there's certain things that if you're going to be a shaman to guide other people that you do have to give up. Yeah. yeah. Like you can't eat pork. And girl, I dig the pig. So he doesn't really eat that. Oh, actually, no, he likes bacon. Well, he can eat it. He's not training to be a shaman. You know, I'm just saying I can't eat it anymore because I'm training to be a shaman. Right, right, right. Well, there's actually a lot of that. I think that's where my mind went through. Is there's actually like common in the black community that not a lot of them like eat pork. Yeah, because like supposedly unclean or like Jewish culture. Right, right. You know, I don't know why. I was just like, oh, that's a common thing between all my exes. Interesting. Very interesting. But, you know, ayahuasca is an incredible tool for healing, especially trauma healing, or to get, like, to uncover. It will not heal you, but it will uncover what you do need to heal, and then yeah. it will help you to continue to heal. But you got to – it's not a be-all, fix-all, end-all. It will just help the process. Yeah. I think it's a way to to actually physically see it and, and – Experience it, and experience, relive it yes. on a cellular level. Like, to literally, like – because I think a lot of times people don't really know what they're going through unless they f- actually see it. So yeah. they need to have a medicine like this to make them feel like – to actually experience that again and be like, this is the issues you have. So it makes sense. And it's, like, it's so scary to think because, you know, there's the mental health aspect of it, like yeah. I've talked about, and, like, also – because it's, you know, it's like it feels so physical and so spiritual, but a lot of times people, you know, are like maybe not in touch with their spirituality and yeah. they just, they're like just simply science and yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, but there's, there's a science to this too. 100% <laughs> so, baby. Michael Pollan, how to change your mind, read the book, watch right. the Netflix series. Like there's, I've just, I honestly like from so many people, like I've just heard really great things. Like I've never heard anything like yeah. negative. So, you know, let's try it. Let's coordinate. Yeah, we will coordinate girl. We'll figure and something out. You know, it's just, it's that agent of transformation and change. Rome wasn't built in a day and neither was Beyonce. 
Exactly. Beyonce <laughs> fucking put in the work. Yes, she did. And ayahuasca will help you too. Yes. <laughs> Imagine Beyonce did ayahuasca. <gasps> I wouldn't be surprised. Oh my God. Well, like, who knows? I mean, she's very Maybe like. Maybe she has. She's a Virgo though. She likes control. She does like control. So. She loves control of everything. Yeah. So, but as if I know her. I'm like, Beyonce <laughs> totally loves control. Hey, Lady B. <laughs> right. But if anybody's listening and you're interested in learning more or you want to talk about how to start prepping for a ceremony, hit me up. Yeah. Like, yeah. I want to educate people. Once I'm able to start serving ayahuasca, I want to prioritize. When will you be able to? Probably in like two, two anywhere from two to five years. Okay. I've already been studying for three. I definitely want to do it before I have kids. Yeah. It makes sense. You yeah. Because then you're going to, your I life wanna is. I want to heal some shit before, yeah, you know. So you don't have to pass that on to your kids on Ugh. a biological level. Ex- no, exactly. <laughs> or I a spiritual just, one either. I would just want them to be a better version yeah. of our generation. Yeah. Well, and I really want to prioritize people who I've worked with in a long format before then. Like, I'm, I'm building my own tribe. If you've worked with me, like, you've got the in. But, yeah. you know, you have to do the astrology, maybe some coaching sessions, and then yeah. it'll become available. But that's, like, you know, down the line. You don't just jump to ayahuasca. You integrate some other shadows first. So wow. you go with your – I help people come up with their intentions. Oh, <laughs> I love this. We could go on and on. But we I have, know. It's we're, ready. We're, we've hit some time. <laughs> it's an hour and a half, and we still have to – record another episode but <laughs> but this was amazing this was so good i feel like there was just ayahuasca so was much. here in the room it I literally felt i felt like a little a little dose of like what my experience would be yeah this because, is good integration because work i you. i admitted something out loud that honestly i haven't even like said out loud to my boyfriend well, maybe i haven't said out loud to like my best friends like this is probably the first time they're gonna hear me say those words yeah so that's like Oh my gosh, should I do ayahuasca on the pod? Yeah, girl. Oh my <laughs> no, I'm God. No, I that's wish, <laughs> but no. no. You, you got to respect the, the, the ancestors. Like, should we record it? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but it's um, fine. Yeah. But I'll just tell you about my experience yeah, later. Yeah, girl. But this has been absolutely amazing. <sighs> I love you. I love you more. Thank you so and much. And Aquarius told me she loved me. <laughs> I've made it. I feel like I love everyone. Like, is it really hard to get my love? Well, no. It's, it's the sign of yes friendship. Yes and no. Yeah, you're right. Yes you and know, no. You know, like... People have to be really special for you to, for to have your loyalty and like to like. That's true. You know, that's true. So I feel like maybe I'm like moving closer. No, you are. I mean, the fact that <gasps> I, I just, I do. I feel like as soon as I met you, I did feel like this immediate like connection. Connection. Well, and my destiny sign is Aquarius in my birth chart, so I actually <sighs> need to learn to become more like you. And it's so funny. I don't. I rarely ever like reach out to people to be on the show like rarely like people i got pe- lucky girl. i get people like pitching to me all the time and i'm just very like selective but then i saw you on the twins pod and i was like i knew instantly so as soon as i heard you talk you know and the stuff that you're talking about i was like oh yeah no like 100 oh percent like he's my friend i'm <laughs> so honored so i don't i i didn't even not like the the twins were recommended to me like you know what i mean like yeah, i just yeah. i feel like I don't ever, like, it's kind of a big well, deal. I reached out to the people at the Astrology <laughs> Podcast, and I was like, if you want to do an episode on ayahuasca and astrology, and, like, I just never heard back, and I'm such a super fan of that. Yeah. Like, I can understand people being like, I want to be on this podcast. and it- I just think for me, it's like, this is such a sacred thing to me. Yeah. And, like, I am, I'm trying to tell myself to be a little bit more open, though, and yeah. to... Because, again, you see that's like, the same people all the time. 
but it's because this is very therapeutic for me and it's my community so having like my friends like rose and now the twins and like rose is so good yes and like all those people and like it's because i feel safe to be myself with them and that is also like not something for clout or whatever. It's like it's just so like it just feels good. Yeah. So well, if you're gonna record a whole damn episode or like we're doing back to back, right? Three hours. You have to feel comfortable. You have to feel some level of connection right. to somebody. And like as I'm preparing to do my own podcast, I'm like, who do I want to have on? Yeah, I get anxiety before it's someone new. Yeah, I recorded two episodes already, and there are people that I'm super close with, and I was still anxious. <laughs> well, because you're new at this. Well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, Like once once you get practice, like when it's when it's someone you're comfortable with, you're like, uh, this is an easy recording. This is fine. Right. I could, this is, we're just hanging well, out. You point. literally just coming over with all your stuff. I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. Like, like this is fun. We're just, we're just hanging out and recording it. That's it. Broke up there. But when it's someone new, I like have to like mentally prepare myself. Cause I've been at times where maybe it just didn't show like, you know, like when people listen to it, but like where my anxiety was so bad to the point where like, I don't even edit the episode. I like tell, I've like told my boyfriend to edit a couple episodes because that like, even just listening to me from that day, even though it doesn't sound like I'm anxious, I remember remember how you felt, how anxious I was. I can identify with that. And it was just like, or we were talking about this before we recorded. Like sometimes you don't think you did a good job and then you listen back. Right. That went so much better than I thought. You're like, you was fine. You're just so hard on yourself. Uh Uh-huh. A lot of times you're just hard on yourself. This episode today, I'm like, we did a good job. This was good. There's a lot of, there's a more so than that. I'm mostly like, oh yeah, that was so much fun. This was so fun. I'm getting excited all the time. Anyways, plug yourself. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Danny Santos. Um, You can find me on Instagram and TikTok. (laughs) It just doesn't stop. You can find me on Instagram. <laughs> you can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Santos Crystal Visions. Be on the lookout for my upcoming podcast, Ast- podcast Astro Daddy, uh, and I have an upcoming website that's going to be featured soon. If you want to reach out for client services, I do astrology, tarot, sound healing, spiritual also, coaching, breathwork coaching. Sorry, interrupt. That's okay. Because there's a lot of fraud pages of yours, too. Yeah, please be mindful if anyone's messaging you with my name and picture and they're saying something along the lines of, greeting, grand rising, yes. may I consider you for a reading? I felt like our soul connected. I, yeah. My friend got a message from that thing, and, too. I was oh. like, and she's like, oh, Danny messaged me. I was like, that's not Danny. No. Nope. <laughs> I mean, I'm not at the point where I'm really trying to fish for readings. Right, here, you know? right. Like, you'll know it's me because I'll send you a voice note and confirm with my identity if I am offering you a reading that way, but that yeah. has never happened. Yeah. So yeah. yeah you're Check not the link in the bio. Grand rising. Grand rising. <laughs> Might I consider you for a reading? The spirits and ancestors told me I've got things right. to tell you. It's so Girl, your ancestors scary. are not hitting me up on Instagram. I, and they'll even <laughs> use like the videos from our show. I'm like, I know. What is wrong with these people? Who so, are that? Who are these? Do you figure out? Like, I feel like they keep, sorry. It's probably it's like people from other countries. Uh, so they're third world country, or I don't even know if they're third world, but they're people from like Saudi Arabia or Africa. Uh, and, I've had, like, and the only reason I know this is because they've messaged me, like taunting me, speaking other languages. I saw texts or like messages in a language i couldn't understand so it's not anyone i know it's just people from other countries who are doing this on a mass scale we can go on and on about yeah that's so crazy okay but i just want to let them know too because i know that like they love following you and i'm i'm sure like they probably follow the wrong one and like you know so we just want to clarify that if you're interested in spiritual healing if i'm following him then that's the right one i'm not gonna right girl yeah just know that i check to see if i'm following him yeah so 
Santos Crystal Visions. Check my followers. Check her followers. Or my following, not my followers. There you go. Um, and yeah, <laughs> if you want trauma healing, astrology, advice, love, shoot me a message. We can set up a session. Or if you just have a question, reach out. I love you guys. Yes. And then follow me, Stephanie Megan. Or go to brokotherapy.com. All that shit is there. Love you guys. No. No. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.